Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Nursing students, don't gamble with your chance of passing the NCLEX exam. Come get a comprehensive review at Nursing Tutor Network. Because on Nursing Tutor Network, we focus on the core knowledge you need to crush the NCLEX exam. Call them today at 954-825-6063. That phone number, once again, is 954-825-6063. Do you need NCLEX exam prep? Call 954-825-6063. 063. Now, check it out today. NCLEX Review, also offered online. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Check it out today. Okay, well, that crap's out of the way, so uh, let's do this. Let's go to our next segment. And for that... We go back to me. Look at that. It is the world-famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are coast-to-coast in Bona-Bona on the tune-in on the iTunes and on the radio loyalty. And uh, lots of things happening. Lots of things happening, as they say. Uh, we're finally, I think, getting all the kinks worked out from all this crap with... All these sound cards and all this nonsense. And uh, I think we may have this figured out finally. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, ah, as they say. Uh, Ryan Ginn, or Ryan Jin, I, I've heard the name nine different ways. <laughs> Actually, two or three different ways, but that's fine. We have a fight coming up with this guy in March. March 2nd in Newton, Kansas, of all places. And this guy... He seems to be uh, not really participating. (laughs) We have cut some promos on the guy. I've put some stuff up on social media. He's kind of uh, put some stuff out there, but I really haven't seen much in the way of promotion for this thing. So, um, he... He got in touch with me, I don't know, was it a week ago, two weeks ago, something like that. And he is all about trying to be my pal. <laughs> he has sent me all sorts of messages, which I, I, I just, I'm, I'm blown away. 
<laughs> I'm blown away by this. Uh, let's see if I can pull some of these up here. Because they are... They are... Amazing. I don't even know. Well, he sent me a few of these. And he's he's made comments about... Uh, he he thanks me for uh here we are <laughs> these are great um he gets back he gets a hold of me on the 6th uh of february and he says hey man i just wanted to say i'm really excited for this whole thing i wanted to say thanks for the invitation to do it genuinely okay so the guy who got i'm assuming at this point inebriated at Polar's funeral at Rock Island several years ago and was, I want to fight you, I want to kick your ass. <laughs> now all of a sudden he's genuinely excited about wanting to fight me. <laughs> so I sent him a thing and said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, we're good to go, whatever. And I got a hold of Big Will at some point and I said, hey, I said, um, what is the deal? <laughs> with uh ryan and this um and this he's wanting to be my pal he's like well he's sending me messages and saying that he's gonna kick your ass and he's gonna floor you and break your jaw and all this other stuff (laughs) i don't know what's going on so i get back in touch with him and i said he said um I mentioned something to him about uh, having somebody sing him to the ring and, and different things. And he's like, well, well, I've been thinking about a couple things. Um, would that be something that could be accommodated by the venue if I chose to do that? And I'm like, why is this guy being so professional? He has spent a lot of time talking shit to Mike Game, talking shit to me. Hell, him and Mike Game used to have a podcast. Years and years ago, something about the audacity of Mike Game and Verbal Kent, I believe. I believe Ryan Ginn or Ryan Jen was the aforementioned Verbal Kent. So, I don't understand where all the all the fun stuff comes from. Although we're buddies, that <laughs> stuff. Um, so I get back with him and he says, well, as long as I have an understanding that it's straight boxing, I'm okay with that. I don't have to wear those shin guards around. I just feel like they would change, change my, change my mobility, which by the way, um, I can't stand the shin guards. I won't be wearing shin guards. I'll be wearing my Roy Jones, um, (laughs) Jordan Nike shoes, (laughs) boxing shoes that I have had for many a year that I used to wear in boxing, buddy. Um, so I told him that I was going to be wearing boxing shoes. He said, okay, well, as long as we have a gentleman's agreement, I'm cool with that. Well, first of all, as I mentioned previously, we're two gentlemen short of that agreement. <laughs> One, because I'm not a gentleman. <laughs> two, I don't really think he's a gentleman. Because the whole thing started of him wanting to fight me at a guy's funeral. Well, like I said, I'm not going to kick him. He's not going to kick me. We're boxing. That's what we're doing. We're boxing. Um... 
He says, after this is all over with, you and I are going to have a beer. I'm digging this whole thing. Like, I might want to get into this beyond just you and I. Thanks for getting me involved. I'm like, what in the world? Why are you my pal? You wanted to go out into the street like a common thug and fight me in Old Town at Rock Island during another guy's funeral! (laughs) I'm just amazed by this. So I sent him a message, and I haven't heard from him since, but this is (laughs) is just amazing. So, who knows what'll happen. I understand uh, from various people who I've talked to that uh, he has sold or has uh, got an agreement. About 20 people are going to show up to watch him beat the hell out of me in Newton, Kansas on March 2nd. So, uh, this will be fun fun for the entire family. Uh, (laughs) I just... I, I, I don't know. It's just the way things are. But, uh, you know, either way, and in all seriousness, um, I know just from what people have told me, he has been putting in the time. He's been putting in the effort. Ugh. And I've been burning the candle at both ends. <laughs> so I've been I've been in the gym. Uh, in fact, uh, I have given up jujitsu for basically the month of Jan- month of February, so I could focus straight on the boxing part of this. Um, I don't plan on this thing going two rounds. I don't plan on it. Well, I I should say I didn't plan on it going three rounds, but I think that we have to keep it within two rounds. But uh, we will see what happens with it. Um, I'm planning on us fighting three rounds of two minutes apiece, and we're going to do it that way. But I don't know. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But I'm not planning on this thing going around. Uh, <laughs> I'll just tell you that right now. I'm not plan. If we're boxing, if we're boxing, throwing hands, as they say, uh, this won't go around. I can almost guarantee you it won't go around. Because either he is going to come out with a lot of fury and take me out of this thing. Or I'm going to come out and I'm going to give him a concussion or try to break his jaw. <laughs> There's no middle ground. You're not going to see. If, if you are thinking that when you show up March 2nd to watch him fight me and me to fight him... That you're going to be seeing Ollie Frazier. It's not happening. If you're looking to see a recreation of Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson, only with two white guys who are 200 pounds or more, it's not going to happen. If you're looking to see, um, if you're looking to see Butterbean versus Bart Gunn at uh, WrestleMania. It might actually happen. I don't know who's playing Butterbean. I don't know who's playing Bart Gun, but I'll have to say that we're probably going to be throwing pretty heavy, and somebody's going to get knocked to the ground pretty quick. And who knows if they get back up? That's all I can really say. So, 
But it's it'll be fun March 2nd uh, in Newton, Kansas at the BFW. So we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we have got more coming up. It is a big broadcast back here in a few moments. Do you have a negative or incorrect items on your credit reports? Check out spearheadcreditsolutions.com slash index.html. Having bad credit can or could be costing you thousands of dollars in interest. Stop paying high interest rates or being denied for credit. Spearhead Credit Solutions can help you. Check out facebook.com slash spearheadcreditsolutions. Spearhead Credit Solutions is bonded and insured. Registered with the Department of Justice Credit Restoration Service. Our goal is to help people accomplish their dream of buying a home or start a business and to rid the burden of bad credit. Check out Instagram.com slash spearhead underscore credit underscore solutions. We are a pay per deletion service. There are no absolutely no monthly fees. Contact us today at spearheadcreditsolutions.com. That's spearheadcreditsolutions.com. S-P-E-A-R-H-E-A-D-C-R-E-D-I-T-S-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-S.com. Incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks, absolutely amazing. They have got a brand new spot. It's cashfever.com. That's the brand new spot on the internet. Go to cashfever.com. Want to find the top sites on the internet all in one place? You've got cashfever.com. All one word, cashfever.com. Need money and you want money now? You've got cashfever.com. All one word, cashfever.com. Shop online for discounts and money-saving bargains at the Cash Fever Mall. Everything from flowers to diamonds and discount prices and free shipping as well. Want to put a little romance back into your life? Meet someone new at the CashFever.com personal page. Check it out. It is CashFever.com. C-A-S-H-F-E-V-E-R.com. All one word, CashFever.com. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, DebrandedPlaza.com. They ship worldwide through FedEx. Check out DebrandedPlaza.com. Promoting luxury apparel over there at DebrandedPlaza.com. That's D-E-B-R-A-N-D-E-D-P-L-A-Z-A.com. DebrandedPlaza.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Don't you wish there was a way to sell the stuff you don't use anymore? Hire service professionals and browse jobs in your area all from one app. FlipSale is the app for you. Buy local goods and services, sell your old clothes, electronics, and more. Join the millions of people on the biggest local marketplace in an app. Download FlipSale from the Google Play and Apple App Store today. FlipSale, the only local marketplace app you're ever going to need. Brand new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. Nursing students, don't gamble with your chance of passing the NCLEX exam. 
Come get a comprehensive review at Nursing Tutor Network. Because on Nursing Tutor Network, we focus on the core knowledge you need to crush the NCLEX exam. Call them today at 954-825-6063. That phone number, once again, is 954-825-6063. Do you need NCLEX exam prep? Call 954-825-6063. Now, check it out today. NCLEX review, also offered online. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Check it out today. Okay, well, we are going to do this. We are going to have an interesting, uh, I guess, a, a dual interview here. Uh, we are going to go to the telephones, and uh, we have got uh, the multi-talented Mike Flint, the producer and collaborator with author Robert Gant of the international bestseller Angels in the Sky. It's destined to become a movie, and uh, the book is how a band of volunteer airmen from all parts of the world helped save the new state of Israel from enemy countries. And joining us on the telephone is Mike Flint. Mike, uh, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. I hope the new year is going well for you. Uh, pretty good. Now, do we have Robert with us? He is on the line. Bob? Bob is here. How are you, sir? I'm well. <laughs> now, uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, this book. But before we do this, how did this collaboration come about? Well, Bob, go you go first. Well, we had a mutual friend who uh, was uh, involved in helping, trying to help Mike... Uh, get financing for his movie project and he knowing i was a writer interested in historical subjects like this invited me to join them on a conference call and uh, as i heard mike describe his screenplay and describe the uh, the history of this of the subject I, I knew in a heartbeat this was a story that i wanted to write so mike and i got together and, and came to a collaboration agreement and the result was angels in the sky the book it is a heck of a uh, heck of a time to be talking to a great guest with us today, Mike Flint, with us today, also Robert Gant as well. Now, um, this this book that you guys have here is absolutely amazing. Uh, tell me a little bit about the writing process for this great book. Well, I, I wanted to add just a quick interjection over there. Yes, Bob is a magnificent, not only a magnificent writer of this book. One of the reasons why he was so capable, he has done World War II books. He's done aviation books. He's done, he's done TV series. He's done stuff. So he was a f- perfect match for this book. And when he sank his teeth into it, the product, I think, is his best book yet. But, Bob, you go for there. Well, the, the, a book like this involves a huge amount of, of research, and that was part of the collaboration because Mike had already, for years, had done this research and had all this archived uh, film footage of interviewing these veterans, and uh, most of whom have already passed away. So this was, this was a treasure store of, of, uh, of information, of these guys telling their personal stories. And then, uh, in addition to that, Mike and his father, who was a leading character in the book, and I did about a two-week research trip in Israel, going back through all the old battlegrounds and, and, and covering the, the same territory. And uh, all that saved me literally years of research. So that that was the, the hardest part of the writing process. The, the, the rest of it, the drafting, was simply uh, 
day by day grinding out my quota of words. Now, uh, now, Mike, p- putting this whole thing together, uh, what was some of the different experiences like? Well, putting the movie project uh, together has been a, a a quest for me for a long time, and it all, all comes back to the financing. But the process of getting a movie made and 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 ready has been a it's been a learning experience, and getting the screenplay done, and and, and really, I tell you, the turning point was, in my opinion, is having Bob on board. Uh, Bob has brought a energy to the project and an energy in me to really see this come through as a feature film now. Now, uh, this, this feature film, uh, give me some details on this. Well, I can't give you more details than that. The hardest part is raising the money. We've, uh, we've got a matching fund of... of uh, $30 million on a $60 million budget. We have various directors that have inter- indicated interest in it and a handful of stars that have said we would love to do it. From here, it's just packaging and raising the rest of the money, and that's the short of it. We have got a uh, couple of great guests with us today. They join us live here on our broadcast, and uh, Mike Flint is with us. Uh, you've had a, a lot to do with the international success of this book, Angels in the Sky, which is now the number one seller in Israel. You've just returned to the U.S. from a promotional tour in Israel. Talk to us about that promotional tour. Well, that's a good name for it, but uh, I was back in Israel at the uh, Israeli Air Force Association wanted to honor uh, the book and the Machalniks. Machalniks are the veterans who flew for Israel in 1948. And they had a big uh, blowout event at the very end of the year. And the head of the Air Force was there. And this is one of the highlights of the, of the, uh, of the promotional tour. Uh, had read the book and found it to be the most outstanding book he has ever read on the Israeli Air Force. And he is going to make this required reading for all Air Force pilots graduating from the Israeli Air Force Academy. If that wasn't great news, it, it was unbelievable to hear that from that. And then he announced it at the event. And then I went to uh, book signings at a couple bookstores, and uh, I was on several television shows when I was in Israel. So that was the promotional tour. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have got uh, two great guests with us today. They join us live here. On our big program. Now, I understand, Mike, you worked at Paramount Pictures in Hollywood for several years as a story editor. So you had a good grasp of, of what are the winning qualities for this book, correct? Absolutely. I mean, the, uh, this is arguably when I first, I, I kind of grew up with it, but when I started really focusing on this uh, project, it is arguably the greatest untold story of its time. The book has made it a, a now it's it's been a told story, but it has yet to be seen by the super masses that only a movie can do. But in terms of book world, uh, it, it's it's now a story that's getting noticed. We have got a uh, great guest with us today, Mike Flint, with us, uh, Robert Gant as well on the telephone, and. Um, I understand uh, that that uh, there's been a lot of buzz uh, about this book. Um, Robert, talk to us about why it's getting so much positive reviews. Well, I'd like to think because it's a great book. But once again, it's it, as Mike said, it's it's one of the great untold war stories of, of the last century. 
And uh, I, I think there's a particular interest in, in this country and in the world right now about the, the, the greatest generation, whom uh, we're, just, we're gonna, just about to lose the last of them in the next few years. But uh, they were indeed, for good reason, called the greatest generation. And these were the guys who were the heroes of this book. They're, they're all, almost all World War II veterans, and having just saved the world from fascism and from the Japanese Empire, then went to war again three days, or three years later, to save the fledgling country of Israel. And it's, it's just one of these classic David versus Goliath stories that uh, people uh, respond to. I, I, I just pretty much finished a, a year-long book tour. I've been to about 30-some different venues uh, talking about the book, and in each case, uh, the audiences just responded magnificently. They, they, they love the story, and I, I think it's gotten legs because of that. We have got a couple of great guests with us today, Angels in the Sky, which is now a number one seller in Israel. Uh, Mike, you've had a lot to do with the international success of this book. You talked about going over there and uh, doing this promotional tour in Israel. Um, But let's start at the beginning of this book. I understand your dad was the inspiration for getting the book started. Tell us how and what was his background like? Well, yes, my dad was a great inspiration. My dad was a World War II Navy pilot in the Pacific. And uh, when, uh, he, at the time, he was at UC Berkeley uh, when the war broke out in Israel, or was about to break out, was declared its independence. And uh, they were looking for pilots to uh, go to the state of Israel. And he... Uh, made his way over to Israel. It's a long story. You get a, get a copy of the book out there, those listening, and the story is much more interesting than, uh, than I can, uh, can ever do because Bob put it all together magically, and it's a great story. But he went to Israel, and he stayed there the entire, just about the entire year through its year of independence, and uh, that's what he did to create the, help create the Israeli Air Force. We've got a uh, couple of great guests with us today. Robert Gant joins us. Mike Flint with us here on the phone as well. And um, in essence, Mike, you are the creator of the book. You worked as a collaborator with uh, Robert Gant. But uh, what, what was what was uh, his background in the uh, literary world? Uh, because you guys both have a, a lot of, uh, of, of good history. Well... Bob's talent is, if, if you look him up, his talent's amazing. He's written many books. And, in fact, here's a little side story. Bob, I can't remember the title. What's the previous book to The Angel in the Sky? What was the name of that? Well, a couple of books before that was The Twilight Warriors. The Twilight Warriors. That's, he knows exactly what I'm going to talk about. When I first met Bob, he gave me a copy of The Twilight Warriors. My dad read the book. And when he read the book, he was totally consumed with it, saying, that's my story in there. I mean, that's me. It wasn't him, per se, but it, 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 it was written so well that he felt he was, he was talking about him in the, in the Pacific at the end of the war. And my dad is the one who said, you know, i got to tell you, Mike, Bob's a fantastic writer. We'll be lucky if he, if he will collaborate with us. So, so thanks to my dad reading the book and me getting around then to reading it later on right after that, I said, you know, Bob... You're an amazing writer. So his talents is what brought this project, this book, to life. 
We have got uh, two great guests with us today. They join us live here on our broadcast. And uh, the book has an interesting subtitle, How a Band of Volunteer Airmen Saved the New State of Israel. From attacking foes, I assume, and neighboring countries that wanted to wipe out the state of Israel. It's an amazing story that airmen, Jewish, non-Jewish, from several countries rallied to fight for Israel and eventually conquer the Arabic enemies. Uh, both of you guys, g- g- give me your take on this. Bob? Well, it's the, 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 the first few words, the, 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 how a band of volunteers. This makes it one of the classic stories, like the... the, the Flying Tigers, a, a, a little band of men fighting against the um, Japanese Air Force in, in, in Burma and China. Or it goes all the way back to the Spartans at, at Thermopylae. There's, there's, there's something classic about this story where this little band of, and, and, and it was a little band. They were outnumbered 60 to 1. They had no support from anywhere in the world. No, no, no nations, including the United States, would support them. And they had these beat-up uh, mostly stolen and, 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 and borrowed airplanes, that they went to war against a very sophisticated enemy. The uh, Arab air forces were equipped, trained, and armed by the, mainly by the British. They had modern fighters and armor and, and weaponry. And uh, so these guys, by just statistically, should have been wiped out the very first month. But somehow, through guts and, 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 and smarts and, and uh, sheer, sheer courage, Prevailed and actually, literally, as the title subtitle says, saved the state of Israel. Mike, your take. My take. Well, I got to tell you, it's it's not to take any ways from Bob, but it literally, it's these area warriors from four corners of the earth, and they it was a David and Goliath battle, and it, it's actually an amazing feat that that. Little Israel, this assumption is that Israel had their, basically their own pilots and own planes. Like Bob was saying, it was hardly a plane and hardly any pilots, per se. The fact that these guys came around from the world to fight for a foreign country because they believed really in, 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 in the humanity of it. This was the right thing to do. And they came together as, as a band of brothers. They were such a close band of brothers till. Till the very last one died, they they always spoke to each other, talked to each other, and would get together. Not unlike the Tuskegee Airmen or uh, Doolittle's Raiders, they would get together practically every year, and at least every five years, they would get together in the state of Israel and have a reunion. One of the pilots went on to become the president of Israel, Azar Weitzman, and uh, that kind of was a nice thing too. When he was the president, we the reunions would take uh, place at the presidential palace. We have got uh, two great guests with us today. They join us live here in a broadcast. Mike Flint, Robert Gant, and uh, they join us live. So, uh, so Mike, when uh, when did this book first come out? What year? What was the initial reaction? Well, uh, the initial reaction was pretty good. It, it, it hit the Amazon charts here in, uh, in America within, uh, I believe, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong, within about three weeks of the time it got out, it was already number one. That's correct. Which is an amazing feat, too. But, uh, you know, it, 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 we have a great publisher in, in Norton Publishing and uh, a little bit of publicity here and there and, and great writing made sure that it uh, got to my, uh, number one. As a sidebar, just to talk some more, 
I believe my, my father, if I believe in religion, my dad passed away shortly, uh, or actually the day the book was released. And I believe he was watching over us to help make it become uh, number one. But, you know, that's just belief. But it was nice to see that it became number one. And it's going to go up the charts again. It's been number one back in Israel. Uh, I, I hear it's done very well in France. I hear it's done well in the United Kingdom. I, I just came back from London, and I, I saw that it was in several bookstores. Uh, and uh, when the movie comes out, it'll probably be even a bigger hit. We have got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast. And uh, Robert Gant, uh, Mike Flint, and uh, they're with us today. Um, now, um, Robert, what about the book becoming a mu- movie? What progress has been made in this direction? Well, that, that was the, uh, the, the premise to start with, and uh, that's going to happen. And when it does, uh, the, the book, of course, will be supported by them, or the movie will be supported by the book, but it works both ways. The, we expect the book to become a new bestseller again uh, on the coattails of, a, of the excellent movie that will be made from it. But uh, those are always, uh, these projects always take more time than one expects. And uh, so it is with this one. But I think Michael assure us that, it, that, that this is in progress. Oh, well, one thing that, uh, that this project is so important to me, and it's not just getting it made, it's getting it made right with the right people attached and right elements attached. So it's, it's not just, hey, we're going to get out and shoot a movie. It's about getting the right elements, the right people attached, in addition to finding the rest of the financing. So as you probably well know movies like this like uh, that are in the same vein like uh, Hacksaw Ridge took uh, many years to get out I think it was over 11 years before uh, before it uh, came to fruition and movie Unbroken same thing uh, Unbroken in fact Unbroken can be looked back at it was first written in screenplay form in 1958 it wasn't until 1998 that a new writer wrote another book on it and then the rest of the story is Angelina Jolie got said she would direct and it got made but that that in essence that took 65 years to get that made absolutely amazing we have got two great guests with us today they join us live here on our big program and uh, a lot going on uh, in the world uh, around us and uh, Mike Flint Robert Gant with us today now um Several weeks ago, you went to Israel to promote this book. Uh, there, it since was translated into Hebrew. Seemed to be a natural for the population there. Everybody thinks, uh, seems to think, Angels in the Sky really does read like WW two thriller. I- isn't that correct? Well, uh, you know, it's a fantastic read. You know, and to make it come to life in, in such an engaging fashion where you're, it's not just a, a history book, it's a living history book where you can feel the, uh, what the pilots and you cry along with the pilots. You feel like you're there. Uh, I can, again, I've got to beat it, beat it and repeat it, but uh, the people from the Israeli Air Force think the uh, a defining moment, the fact that people in the Air Force have loved it and embraced it so much, and I get people that uh, that uh, were retired uh, the Air Force, current members who have read it, who have said, it's amazing. 
they've lived in Israel all their lives and they've been in the Air Force and never and to see such in such a compelling way, it's uh, it will lead easily, I believe, into a better movie. In fact, another version of the screenplay has just been completed, and uh, it's in part due to Bob's magnificent writing and bringing this to life. Now, uh, now, Bob. Let me say this about yes. Go ahead, Bob. I was going to say, let me say this about thrillers, uh, World War II thriller in particular. The best military histories are written from the points of view of the, of the characters in them, not just a dry academic narration of the, of the story. They're from the points of view of the principal characters, like Band of Brothers, like uh, uh, Cornelius Ryan's uh, wonderful books about uh, the D-Day landing. Uh, and so it was with this book, because I had access to all these first-person interviews, these guys looking right, right at us, talking to us, answering questions on these, uh, on these video interviews that Mike had done over the years. So I was able to narrate this story uh, to a great extent, purely from their points of view, what it felt like to be sitting there in the cockpit uh, uh, being with swarms of Arab uh, fighters around them, or, or, uh, uh, exactly what they, what they felt when they were under fire from the enemy and what they felt when they triumphed, when they finally won. And this can only be done from, from uh, somebody's direct point of view to make it effective. We have got a uh, fantastic, fantastic guest with us today, Robert Gant, and, of course, Mike Flint with us today as well. Now, um, is making a movie really about raising the money first for the production? How does this work? Uh in essence, yes, you got to have the money. But you know what? Yet, yeah, what well, we've had a an amount of money to get us to where we're at today. But in order to do the perfect project or, or close to it, you have to raise the rest of the money. So, uh, hey, that that's how all movies get made. Somebody's got to get it behind it to finance it, and we're hoping somebody out there will love the story enough to to bring the. It's it's not chopped liver that we already have thirty million dollars attached to it, so that's pretty impressive. Yes. We have the promise of a distribution company that will distribute it, um, and we I cannot go uh, for contractual reasons. I cannot mention, but we have major stars that have indicated interest and have said yes to the project if we have the rest of the financing. So it's it's plug and play right now. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, uh, we have got two great guests with us today. They join us live here on our big broadcast. Now, um, what uh, what are you guys doing now to make sure this book does actually become a movie? Who uh, I, I, I know that you, you mentioned if you can get the financing put together and everything. What are you trying to do there? Well, uh, let's start with your fantastic show. Let's Let's just... If we keep doing some shows like yours and someone's listening to this and say, you know, what a great project this is. I'd like to end that. I mean, getting publicity and getting it out there and me me pushing the project in Hollywood is how a project gets made. Uh, I mean, I have meetings all the time about it, but putting together the right elements is the hardest part. So I continue to take meetings. So your question is a good one, and I'm, I, I don't mean to give such a blunt answer, but the answer is finding the person that has money or the, the group of people that believe in a project like this needs to be told, should be told, and it will be a great success when it gets made. Awesome. 
Awesome stuff. It is Robert Gant. It is, of course, Mike Flint uh, today here on our program. Now, the book is great. Accurate account of saving the state of Israel in 1948. What else are you guys very proud of in relation to the book? Well, uh, I'm proud. I could say I'm proud that he's given a voice to many of the pilots that would have gone down in history uh, none. Yeah, most of these characters, they weren't all Americans, but the the principal characters in the book were mostly American. And uh, to me, it's a celebration of the the courage, the heroism of this generation of pilots. Uh, uh, Like like I'd said before, we need to venerate these people because uh, we're we're losing them quickly and... and, uh, we just—I just attended the funeral of the last member of the uh, of the 101 Fighter Squadron, the uh, this famous outfit, Ragtag Squadron. Mike's dad was a member of it, who uh, went to war and he's beat up—and this is a great irony—and beat up old ex-Nazi Messerschmitt fighters, manufactured in in Czechoslovakia. And the, the irony is, we have Jewish pilots flying Nazi airplanes against British-built fighters flown by the uh, by the enemy uh, th- this is what needs to be celebrated and remembered and and so if there's any legacy of this book that's what it is i want these guys to be remembered venerated and celebrated fantastic well i appreciate it both uh, of you guys making time for us today how do we find you online get involved with you guys and uh see more about this movie Mike has a site for his for his film project, Angels in the Sky. Okay. And uh, and and I have my own website, Gant W W Gant G A N D T dot com, in which uh, Angels in the Sky is featured on the front page, as well as my other fifteen books. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I was trying to uh, Bob said right in, but I was saying the same thing to repeat again: W W G A N D T dot com you will see an extensive number of works by Bob and Angels in the Sky. And, of course, you can go to angelsinthesky.com and see more about the movie, too. So uh, order the book from Amazon.com would be preferred, but you can get it through Bob. Or you can get it there. But Amazon's the place to, a preferred place to get this book. Good stuff. Well, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks for being with us, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There they go. Bob Gant, Mike Flint. More coming up. Stop overpaying for prescriptions. With a Lower MyRx prescription savings card, you'll save up to 80% on prescription drug purchases of both brand name and generic drugs at over 60,000 pharmacies nationwide. Plus, there are no exclusions and no enrollment forms, which means everyone, yes, everyone with or without coverage can use this free prescription discount card to save big. Get your free prescription discount card and coupons instantly at LowerMyRx.com. 
incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide. These folks, absolutely amazing. They have got a brand new spot. It's CashFever.com. That's the brand new spot on the internet. Go to CashFever.com. Want to find the top sites on the internet? All in one place. You've got CashFever.com. All one word. CashFever.com. Need money and you want money now? You've got CashFever.com. All one word. CashFever.com. Shop online for discounts and money-saving bargains at the CashFever Mall. Everything from flowers to diamonds and discount prices and for shipping as well. Want to put a little romance back into your life? Meet someone new at the CashFever.com personal page. Check it out. It is CashFever.com. C-A-S-H-F-E-V-E-R.com. All one word, CashFever.com. An incredible new marketing partner with us today at Transmedia Worldwide, DebrandedPlaza.com. They ship worldwide through FedEx. Check out DebrandedPlaza.com. Promoting luxury apparel over there at DebrandedPlaza.com. That's D-E-B-R-A-N-D-E-D-P-L-A-Z-A.com. DebrandedPlaza.com. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Don't you wish there was a way to sell the stuff you don't use anymore? Hire service professionals and browse jobs in your area all from one app. FlipSale is the app for you. Buy local goods and services, sell your old clothes, electronics, and more. Join the millions of people on the biggest local marketplace in an app. Download FlipSale from the Google Play and Apple App Store today. FlipSale, the only local marketplace app you're ever going to need. One of 700 radio show hosts included in the book, Talk Radio Wants You. This is the Jaguar Radio Program. We've got a great guest patiently waiting on the telephone. We'll get back to them here in just a few moments. Uh, welcome to the world-famous Chicken Jaguar Radio Broadcast. We are coast-to-coast, border-to-border on iHeartRadio. The Sunday radio broadcast, also the mix on Tuesdays, as well as 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. And uh, before we get back to our guests, let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners, Transmedia Worldwide. We need... Need your help. Are you a teacher or know a teacher? We need teachers to join the new Teachers Marketplace at I Love to Teach 101. Teachers, do you have a worksheet or two that you could smarten and sell? Teachers, do you have a super activity that you could record on your phone and sell? We'll let you keep 90% of your sales if you sign up as a pro vendor. We give away a significant part of the revenue to teachers in need. We help teachers in need who live in low academic countries. If you join this month, you could win $500 in cash by the end of February. All you have to do is join and earn credits to win. Go over and register right now at ilovetoteach101.com slash membership dash account slash register slash or you can visit the website I love to teach 101.com that's i l o b e t o t e a c h the number 1 the number 0 number 1.com or you can email sylvia at sylvia at i love to teach 101.com sylvia skinner the australian registered teacher is the founder of i love to teach 101 teachers help teachers and tell them you heard about it here 
Transmedia Worldwide. Okay, we were going to talk to Frank Vernuccio, but we uh, kept getting the phone ringing, so I don't know what happened to Frank. Maybe we'll get him on sometime soon. Get a hold of us online, JiggyJaguar.com, and uh, Shane Garrett is back. Oh boy, let's talk about old Shaney. The big star. Star stage and screen, Shane Garrett. He is back. Shane Garrett, the big star, the biggest star in the business. No audio is playing, according to this thing. I don't know. Apparently, old Shane Garrett is back in the news. Uh, This piece of crap is... He is um, out here, um, and he wants to do MMA, or he's wanting to do something. I I don't know what's going on. But um, he apparently, uh, he is weighed in. On a couple of these, uh, couple of these deals, uh, let's see, where is he? Well, apparently I can't find it, so we're just gonna not do this segment. I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> And throw in a pre-tape. And, uh... We'll just... Go with a pre-tape. Because I can't seem to find this, uh... This deal with... This, uh... This Shane Garrett piece of shit. So... (laughs) What we are gonna do... Is... We are going to throw in... Um... This Shannon K person that we did recently from a Fiverr show and, or we're going to have Frank Vernuccio talk to us on the phone here in a few seconds maybe look at that there's Frank Vernuccio how are you sir James, it's good to hear you. How are you? Pretty good, actually. I uh, I was hoping I didn't call you at a bad time, my friend. I'm glad that you uh, you, uh, you you got us a call back here. As uh, as everybody knows, last week we had some uh, computer issues because we continue to have computer issues with the brand new computer. But we've got everything smoothed out, and we've got uh, Frank Renuccio back with us this week here on our broadcast. And um, Frank, I, I want to start here with this. Uh, this uh, topic here, this juicy uh, Smollett has alternative facts. A liberal media basically is falling for an epic fake news host. The uh, the wolf who cried MAGA, uh, ABC damage control after the GMA uh, gush here. CNN's Brian Stelter is under fire for comments on the case. Facebook has banned articles exposing the hoax. Civil rights activists say say that this could have started a race war. Well, what do you make of all this? James, the sheer desperation 
with which the left-wing media and left-wing politicians clung to the Smollett story indicates that they are concerned about a lack of issues going forward into the 2020 election. Uh, a lot of stuff is not going the way the left would like it to go. Venezuela is exposing the fallacy of socialism as a valid policy, a valid uh, method in which to run a country. Uh, the economy is looking up. People are getting jobs. There's really not a lot of issues that the left can point to and say, we have a better idea. After eight years of Barack Obama, in which the left really had its way with the policies of the nation, uh, and it didn't work very well at all, and then Donald Trump came in and actually improved things fairly considerably, uh, it's, it's hard for the left to come up with a solid set of issues. And so make-believe and divisive issues like the smallest story are issues which they cling to, the whole diversity situation, uh, the whole identity politics approach to government. So this is a real clear sign of the desperation. Now, in some of the interviews we've seen, most notably with Kamala Harris, we've seen them trying to fumble with the reality that this latest thing that they're clinging to simply was a gigantic hoax. We have got Frank Fernuccio joining us today here on the telephone. He is back with us this week, and uh, there is a uh, a lot going on. Uh, Donald Trump is uh, declared a uh, national emergency on the wall. Uh, what do you make of uh, him him going into the uh, military budget and uh, some of the other budgets uh, to to get this wall built? What's sort of interesting is the lack of coverage of the history of emergency declarations. It began in the Carter administration, and it's been used numerous times. I think one count was about 58 times, mostly in terms of foreign matters, uh, issues with helping people in other countries. So this is not something without precedent, the way the press is playing, the Democrats are playing it up to be. Uh, this is a national emergency. If you look at some of the indications we're seeing from statistics, for example, uh, it's been estimated that approximately $134.5 billion is spent annually on the care and treatment of illegal aliens. We've seen that a substantial number, I believe it's something like 20 to 29 percent, of prisoners in federal uh, penitentiaries are uh, illegal aliens. Uh, we're seeing a rise of contagious diseases that had all been eradicated uh, in the United States before the rise of illegal immigration, really becoming a major health crisis. So surely there is definitely a national emergency. What unfortunately this does expose, though, is that in the two years in which the Republicans had the White House as well as the House of Representatives and the Senate, nothing really got done that could have avoided the need for a national emergency. What we're seeing to some extent is a legacy of Paul Ryan's mal leadership of the House of Representatives. We have got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us live here in a broadcast. And um, fairly recently, um, ex-CBS star Laura Logan is calling the media mostly liberal in a uh, Scorched Earth interview. She says, I'm basically committing uh, professional suicide. Uh, she critiqued the international liberal media while holding up outlets like Breitbart and Fox News is the opposite of the coin. She spoke uh, to uh, a, a host on a variety of topics on a podcast recently. Recently. Uh, w w what do you think of uh, Laura Logan speaking out about all these things? 
Well, Laura Logan joins people like Kimberly Strassel, also who is someone more associated with the liberal side, who have come out and talked about the bias of the media and how it's getting in the way of actually reporting the news. The fourth estate, the news media, has a really vital role to provide objective Amer information to the American voter so that they can make up their mind. But James, what happens when the media itself becomes not an objective reporter, but an actual participant in partisan fights? That robs the American voter of the ability to get the information they need to make decisions about upcoming elections. That's a real problem, and a lot of credit goes to people like Laura and Kimberly for exposing it. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. Frank, uh, before we let you go, tell us about what you have coming up on the radio broadcast this weekend. Well, we're going to be talking to, uh, one folks we're going to talk with you is John Wilson, who is a retired judge, who does an analysis of the 25th Amendment. You know, we've heard a lot about uh, the FBI secretly talking about invoking the 25th Amendment because they didn't happen to like Donald Trump. And uh, Judge Wilson talks about how the 25th Amendment was never meant to be a, a thing about you don't like the guy's views or you don't like the way he acts. It was more in the case of an actual physical incapacitation. Uh, it was, you know, if you go back to the turn of the century, Woodrow Wilson had a stroke, and yet he remained in office even though it was clearly uh, impossible for him to do the job. The 25th Amendment was invoked during the Reagan administration. You might recall, James, Reagan underwent surgery to remove a precancerous polyp. And so for seven hours, he handed over the reins of power under the 25th Amendment to Vice President George Bush. And then, of course, as soon as he was out of surgery, he took back the, uh, the, the reins of power. So this misuse of the 25th Amendment is a fascinating topic, and it's one that uh, I think is going to be very intriguing to our listeners. Well, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our broadcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Frank. Hey, James, I look forward to our next discussion. Yes, indeed. Frank Fernuccio with us. And uh, that will wrap it up here for our big broadcast. It is Coast to Coast. It is Boda to Boda. See you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.